Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Happy doing well, doing swell day. I'm your girl, Mallory Lovings, and we're talking life today. This conversation came about when I was sitting at the park talking to my friend Sky. We were talking a lot about ego death and just different perspectives in life and just why we live the way life that we do. So this episode is going to be all about my personal story of ego death and why I live life the way I do. A lot of people ask me like, oh, you do all of these fun things. You like seem to be always in a happy mood. Like, how do you live your life? This is how I live my life and this is why. And it's almost a necessity for me to live my life this way. I couldn't imagine living it any other way. And sometimes I find myself frustrated because other people don't live their life this way, but you know, to each their own and I'll get into that. So without further ado, here we go. So for those of you that don't know, my dad was killed when I was 10 going on 11. It happened a month before my birthday, August 19th, 2006. He was killed in a robbery in his apartment. And I went to bed one night and I woke up with a phone call that, you know, my dad had passed. My mom got the phone call and I woke up to her crying and I, I, I just knew what was going on. I heard her get the phone call and I laid there for a couple of hours until she, you know, came to wake me up and tell me the news, but I had already been up and I already knew what happened. And I sat there for those hours. I didn't have a phone. I was young, you know, so I was just sitting there thinking and I've always been one that's been really curious about life in general and afterlife and how we were created. Like that is, that's my cup of tea that I really enjoy. Like any documentary about life and how the world is created or space, like I'm in it to win it. Anyway, so I remember in those like anticipating moments of being like, she's going to come and like wake me up and tell me the news. I was just sitting there and I was just like, wow, life is short. Life can be taken like that. And you need to live life boldly because at any moment, any opportunity that you've ever dreamed of doing can be wiped away from you. And that's whether you're the one that is dying or you know somebody that you love is dying and you can't do those opportunities with them. Life is short and really how much of this matters, you know? But at the same time, because it's short, and none of this stuff matters, it matters that much more, you know? Like, you get to choose what matters. You get to choose to live boldly and to love boldly and to just live a loud and proud life. Even if it's not loud, but, like, loud to you. Like, you you deserve and have the opportunity to choose to live a life that you desire. But in that moment, it just sunk in so deep of, like, live every day as if it's my last because anything could happen. None of this really matters, but because it doesn't matter, what you choose to matter matters even more. So many matters. (laughs) But I knew like, okay, I need to live life like as amazing as I can. I need to experience everything that I want to experience. I need to love as hard as I can because it could be taken away at any moment. And I just feel like that is so taken for granted sometimes. Like I'll be in an argument with a friend and I'll like stop the argument because at the end of the day, the argument will be stupid. It's not taking away my love from them or vice versa. And why would I stay in an argument with somebody for something to potentially happen? And like I go to bed uh, and we're upset and then I wake up to a phone call that you're not here anymore? No. I'm not okay with that. That would absolutely kill me. Like, I, I I, know it's kind of dramatic, but I live my life with that fear that I may not see somebody tomorrow. I may not see tomorrow. 
And because I live with that fear of, it's not even a fear from dying. I'm not scared of dying. I'm also very comfortable with death. It's just like a, a fear that like it could end at any moment and none of us know when. And that is the first thing that pops up into my mind when something like negative is going on or I have a conflict with somebody. Like the first thing I think about, is this even worth bringing up? Because at the end of the day, like if something happened to them tomorrow, this doesn't change how I feel. You know what I mean? And I will say that's not necessarily been the best thing for me as I've gotten older because I tend to not express certain things that eventually do build up because in the moment I'm like, it doesn't really matter. But it's all about finding that balance of like, yes, I do. I should express myself. I should like live life to the fullest that I can as myself expressing myself. But also like at the end of the day, does that thing really bother you to where like if you died or they died like like I live my life every day like that and I know it's a bit dramatic but if something bad happens or I have a conflict with somebody like the first thing that immediately goes to my mind is like make things right because you could hang up this phone and they could drive somewhere and they could get hit by a car and die and how would you feel about that like just make up now (laughs) and I know that's dramatic But that's where my mind goes immediately, which is also part of the reason why I don't express stuff because I don't want to get into like a whole confrontation or situation with somebody when it's not that deep. But as I'm getting older, I realize that there is a balance of it is that deep. You know, we do live a short life. We should openly express ourselves and live the life that we want to. But I naturally draw back from conflict because I am scared that I won't have the opportunity to resolve the conflict before something happens. And you know, this also ties into, you know, some people may say I have like the flaw of not being able to slow down and constantly having to be on the go, 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 because I do travel a lot. I do do a lot of things. And because I was so stressed about doing that traveling because I was so scared that I was going to die and not be able to do it. (laughs) But like, I, I, I think that is a part of something that is embedded in me because I like literally cannot not have some sort of newness or change or different experience. I feel like another thing that added on to the layer was like, you need to try everything that you can try and say yes to everything that you can say yes to because at one point you may not be able to do those things. I live an exciting life. I'm not bored, okay? I keep changing my rotation. I like newness. I like experiencing things. And... You know, some people are like, why can't you slow down? And it's like, I can slow down. And I can tell you why, because I'm slowing down now. I think it's because I have gotten a lot of traveling out of my system. So there's that. But like, I am so excited to be at home. I've never been this excited to just chill at home before. But I like the life of trying new things and exploring new things and just changing up my day to day. I don't want to live a mundane life. I don't want to live a boring life. That's just not what I want. So when you're here asking me like, why can't you slow down? Like it's, I can, it's just, I don't want to. Like when I want to slow down, I do. I go get a massage. I go relax on the beach. Like when I need to slow down and rejuvenate myself, I do. But like I can slow down and rejuvenate myself in Hawaii. (laughs) Uh, But that sense of like needing to constantly be doing something I think comes from the fear or sense or realization that I'm constantly like, I may not wake up tomorrow. 
And I think about that every day. And I don't know if people like think about that every day. That And it, that's wild to me. Like people will be arguing about really petty things. And I'm just like, is it that serious? Is it worth arguing about? Because what if something happens to her? And then like, you never get to say anything again. And then they're like, oh, like I never thought about that. I'm like, bro, I think about that immediately. That's the first thing I think about. I think about that with love. Like I don't settle with love because I have a certain expectation of like, Life is short. I want the most grand love. I want the most exotic, unique, comforting, connecting love. Like I'm not going to settle for something mediocre or somebody that is making me feel like rocky all of the time. I want to settle somewhere where I feel loved. I feel enjoyed. I feel valued. Like I, I, I believe in a fairy tale love. I believe that my love will never die for somebody. I believe that like once I find my love and I have my person, like that's like, oh, I'm going all in. I'm loving you hard because I need to soak you in because I don't know when something's going to happen. And it's the same with my friends. Like part of my traveling all the time is also because I have people all over and I need to see all of them, you know? So I believe in falling in love with life. I believe in a fairy tale life and a fairy tale love. Like all of these butterflies that you're supposed to be feeling when you're in love and just in life when you're having a good time, I'm trying to maintain that for the rest of my life. And I'm 27 and I have had butterflies like my entire life basically. And I feel like that's where experiencing death at a younger age and my own ego death because of that comes in like I feel like life is so exciting for me because I know it can end in an hour and if it's not ending for me maybe it's ending for somebody I love like I live my life with that constant thought of like I may not wake up tomorrow I may not make it home today I feel like I have a different level of optimism and hope because I experienced death at a young age which is unique because, you know, you experience death and somebody leaving and kind of is like, it's dreary and it makes you sad and depressed. But I'm really glad that I had the tools and the mental capacity to turn it into fuel for me actually living a life worth living versus getting caught in the dreariness of like, I lost my dad when I was young and nothing good is ever happening for me. No. <laughs> Like I said, oh, I lost my dad. I went through A, B, C in my childhood. Like you best believe life is going to return the favor. Like karma is going to work in my favor. You know what I mean? And I view life like that. So I don't know. Maybe this is just your reminder that life is short and you may not make it another hour. You may not make it home. You may not wake up tomorrow. Your partner may not make it home tonight. Your partner may not wake up tomorrow. You don't know when the end is and it can be at any time. So soak it up. Life is valuable. You are valuable. The people that you love are valuable. Take the time to decipher what really matters and what is worth being upset about. Like, is, are you upset about something petty? Is that really going to cause a big uproar? And if they die tomorrow, are you going to be still mad at them? Like, oh yeah, they should have done this. Likely no. Likely no. Get over it. Move on. Resolve the problem. Don't go to bed mad at each other. Like, if I get in a fight with somebody and I don't talk to them for a day, oh my goodness, I'm tweaking. <laughs> I'm not Okay. Here's another story example that's more relevant and timely, but I have a mutual friend through a friend and last year her and her boyfriend went out separately for the night. They were texting each other throughout the night like where each other was at and she went home and was like, I'm going home and he was like, okay, I'll be home in a bit and she thought he was like really far. So she was like, no, don't come home. Like you've been drinking, uh, just stay there. He was riding a motorcycle and 
he was like, oh no, I'm close by. So she was like, oh, okay, come home and uh, come home, cuddle and dream. And then four minutes later, he was pronounced dead. Like how sad, but that's what I'm saying. How many of us go out and take for granted that we may not come home? How many of us don't tell each other that we love each other enough, don't give each other enough hugs? You know, you're supposed to have eight hugs a day. How many of us take advantage that people are a phone call away and you can call them up and say, hey, I just wanted to say, hey, I hope you're having a good day. How many of us take advantage that we can hear each other's voices still? I am lucky enough that my dad thought he was a rapper and he made a whole album. So I have his voice to listen back on, but that's all I have. I don't have a voicemail to listen back on because I didn't have a phone then. I don't, there wasn't Snapchat or anything to like record videos. I don't have anything but that CD of my dad's voice. And even then, it was, it's a, it's a, it was a group of rappers, so sometimes I can't decipher the voices, and that makes me even more sad. But yeah, that's my whole point of this whole episode. Life is short. Stop taking things for granted. Don't be upset about things that aren't worth your time and energy. At the end of the day, nothing matters, but we choose what matters. So choose right. Be logical with what matters. Have fun. Don't take life so serious, but also take it serious enough so that you value it. Do the things you want to do. See the things you want to see. Try the food that you want to try because why not? When are you going to get another experience? Because we don't know what happens after this. I know there's so many different theories, but there's so many different theories. So anything could happen. Live your life up. And it goes by like that, like within a blink of an eye. I remember very vividly, in especially junior high, I would be like, oh, I wonder what I'm going to look like at 24. I wonder what I'm going to look like at 27. Am I going to know how to do my hair then? Because trust me, little me did not know how to do my hair. No one knew how to do my hair besides Nisi, but she hurt, you know? (laughs) So like I think of that and I remember very vividly those moments. I used to do this thing as a kid and I still do it now where I pause and I like get into a meditative state so I can remember that moment and that feeling. And I remember just being so curious about my future self. And I was really hoping that I would get the chance to meet her. And here I am. It's also crazy because I never really imagined my life past 27. So I'm kind of like in a limbo spot of like, ooh, what's next? But I'm excited to say that little 10, 11 year old me that just lost her dad has lived up to the standards of what she imagined she would be and hoped that she would be. And I've crossed limits and lines and boundaries that I never thought I could, I only dreamed of. So I'm just gonna keep dreaming crazy and hopefully, you know, dream for Pluto, I'll land on the stars, you know, so. But I do think a lot of this comes from experiencing the death of somebody extremely important to me. I don't believe in traumas defining us, but I do believe in them shaping us. But we get to decide how that shape is molded. So that's my two cents for today. Again, happy doing well, doing swell day. Thank you for tuning in. Life is short. Live it up. Live it bold. Love even bolder. Because once you get that pizzazz, that zhuzh for life, your butterflies are never going to die out. And I think that's important to remember. Don't let your butterflies die out. Value life. It could end at any moment.
Thanks for tuning in. Remember to be well and stay swell. Peace.